are back with another episode. If you are tuned in, you are now live with Ceylon. It's your girl Ceylon, and we have our special guest, Caitlin. <laughs> what? Caitlin, this is my sister. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do like a little bit of a sister slash girl talk episode today, which I'm really excited about because I think that we have some cool topics for you guys, and you guys might really like them. So are you ready to? get into it yeah of course first off how are you today i'm okay i feel like i've been like a little bit of a funk this week because i work so much and i'm so tired yeah but then i'm like oh i have the weekend and I, it's it's like oh i have three days off i could do stuff yeah but you really can't do that much you can just sleep and probably run some errands yeah no i noticed that you've been like kind of down I was like, you want to go somewhere for free? That's really cool. You was like, nope, I'm at the sleep. <laughs> I felt so bad. I, didn't, I, I was being rude. I didn't mean to be rude. I just, uh, no, I just realized you was tired. I was like, okay, yeah, cool. I had to get up at 7. But, well, I had to get up at 6 so I can be at that court at 7.45. Yeah. No, what, I, what we're talking about is um, Jadena. I don't know if you guys know him. Amazing. Beautiful man. Oh, so pretty. beautiful. Um, he had a free listening party for his album that's coming out this upcoming week and it was a lit like it was probably one of the best experiences I ever had in my life but I wanted to invite her because it was free and like I know she would like something like that but she's like no I just I want to go to sleep I was exhausted <laughs> I would have definitely went if I had like slept the night before no but, but that um, was I was like it was crazy because I was just literally on Instagram and I'm like you know I don't do shit all day so I'll be like <laughs> Is he from Philly? No. Oh, you just here? No, but he's just doing different pop-ups like oh. in different cities. And when I was there, he was talking about... So basically, before I get into that, he basically, his album is coming out, and he's doing pop-up cities in, um, in all places, like different cities. But he said he's more focusing on the East Coast because he felt like he kind of lost his touch here, like mm-hmm. he kind of wanted to reconnect with everybody. And like I'm like, it's so cool that he's doing like a free... Like, it was packed. But it was, like, so many beautiful black people in there, like, just vibing, like, listening to, like, some great music. And then some girl even passed him an L, and he smoked it. Yeah, like, <laughs> I mean, it was a vibe. I mean, he's a musician. That's what they do. And I saw um, he had did D.C. yesterday, mm-hmm. and he was, like, standing on top of something with a bottle of Taylor's pour in his hand. I'm like, this man is hood. But he had, like, a great message, like, Everything that he was talking about, I felt like I needed to hear or, like, somebody else needed to hear because mm-hmm. I felt like, you know, yeah, everybody sees him as, like, this really beautiful-looking person and stuff like that, but, like, he grew up pretty fucked up. Oh, and yeah. in his music, you can't really tell because he always portrays his dad as, like... I used to think that in his music, his dad was, like, a king or something. Mm-hmm. But in reality, when he was talking to us, he was saying... My dad actually was really verbally abusive. I mean, he lived in Section 8, but I chose to paint him in a different light because I just didn't want to keep that negativity on it. I'd rather give him, you know. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was, like, really, really cool. Because, I mean, who that takes a lot of strength to do something like that. Yeah. Yeah, so that was the little highlight of my week. (laughs) What's the first topic? So the first topic we're going to talk about is, like, I think it's something that we're both dealing with right now. It's, like... The struggles of being a young adult, like right now, at this stage in our lives, I think we're really going through like some crazy changes. And I feel like we're in like at places where we 
feel like we're not where we want to be. Oh, yeah. And we don't know, like, when it's going to change. Well, I'm 19, and I'm, I go to Temple, which is expensive. <laughs> it's the cheap option, and it's expensive. I know. But, um... I'm an actress and a performer, and I want to be a writer. I want to be the next Lena Waithe slash Lena Memo Miranda. So she's going to be the next Caitlyn. That's, that's right. That's be. I am. I tell my customers they're like, "I look out for you," and I'm like, "You won't have to because my name will just be everywhere." everywhere. But um, every freaking I look around to everybody who I go to school with, and it's really hard too because I go to a school that is. It's said to be very diverse, but in reality, there's such a there's a handful of black people, mm-hmm. and there's a handful of people of color. But amongst that handful, there's a much smaller number of people who actually didn't grow up wealthy yeah. who go there. There's a lot of international students there, um, and then in the theater program, there's just a lot of white people, mm-hmm. and there's also a lot of people who kind of have some opportunities, and they're doing, um, like just acting in some stuff. Some of my friends do, like little small features and. I feel good about good, for, you know. I feel good for them, mm-hmm. um, but I'm like, what am I doing? But I also don't have, you know, this summer they can do whatever they want to. But you can't because you work two jobs. Yeah, yeah. I felt like that a little bit, like after I graduated, because it was like specifically like one person in my major, and I'm like, I'm so happy for her because she's mm-hmm. like literally out here doing it, but. She did something that I didn't do in college. I worked yeah. basically full time, and, and she worked as well. But mm-hmm. she also did internships and stuff. Like she did different things so that she could, you know, so she could get to like um, where she's at. And now I think she works for the NFL. Already? Yeah. And like she did, she had to like um, study abroad a lot of times. Oh she's, yeah, I know what you're talking. Like about. she's amazing. Like she's a sweet girl. Like she really worked hard for what she had. And I wish that I would have taken the same approach as her because, excuse me, because I feel like maybe I might be further. Well, I used to feel that way, and then I kind of took a step back and realized that the position that I'm in in my life right now, although I could have made different decisions that may have benefited me in a different way. I'm kind of okay because I think I needed to go to, through that really hard time. You know that was a hard time. Mm-hmm, yeah. That really hard struggle for me where I didn't know when I was going to like prevail, like when I was going to come out of that dark space. Like It just seemed to have no end. And I think once I finally started to like go through it and start realizing, okay, I can get through, like get past it, mm-hmm. I think it got better. So... You know, shout out to her, though, because she's, like, really out here doing yeah. it. And I'm, like, really proud of her. But, um, yeah, it's, it's hard. I think it's way different than we thought it would be at this age. Yeah, I mean, you know, I never wanted to be an actress. I always wanted to be a psychiatrist mm-hmm. from when I was, like, what? Well, at first I wanted to be Alicia Keys. Then I wanted to be yeah, a therapist. Yeah, I was about to be because was always singing. Yeah, but it was always, like, in my head, it was, like, ugh. Like, that's what I would do if I could do anything. I wanted Meryl Streep to be my aunt, and also Regina King to be my aunt, mm-hmm. which that don't make no sense, but that's just how I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, after, like, everything that happened with school and not being able to afford any place that you got into. Yeah. It was just like, okay, we well, got to make a decision. And then I decided, if I was going to do something and have to pay money for it or take loans out or it's going to be a hardship on, like, our family, then it should be something that I'm really passionate about. Yeah. And then I think about 
this musical, which I know nobody's going to get this reference, but it's called A Chorus Line, and there's a song in it. And this guy, it's like a spotlight on this one black character who used to be, he was a black gay man, and he was a basketball player his entire life. And that's what yeah. people want him to do, and he got a scholarship for it. But then as soon as he went to college, he was going to be a teacher, and he just said he was so scared. Because he was like, can you think of me as being a teacher? Because that's not what he wanted to do. Right. And then you think about the passion you have and how it has to, like, it has to overcome mm-hmm. all the fears that you have. Because if any of us end up, like, behind, well, if I end up behind a desk, I, you might be, like, at a desk. I hate you might this. Have an office. I you hate might, office jobs. You might have, like, an office they'll let you go to every now and then. No, actually, I'm starting a new job tomorrow. Oh, really? Yeah, and it's in my field. Oh, and it's an good. office job. But oh. it's, like... I mean, I feel like it'll be better than any other office job I've had because I'm like, all right, like, it's in my field and it's something that I want to do and I know the people that I'll be working with and it's more of an open environment. I think it'll be a good thing for me. Um, But I really don't care for office jobs. I'm ready to just have my brand, like, explode at this point. (laughs) Oh, everybody is. Yeah. No, but I think that we've really gotten, like, I'm proud of us. Everybody says they're proud of me, but I don't really see it. Really? I used to feel that way, but I'm actually really proud of myself. I'm proud of you, too. Me, I'm not proud of. (laughs) I'm proud of you, too. Because I feel like not everybody can say they go to Temple. And then, like, me, like, I used to be like, oh, I'll just go to school. And I remember, like, one day, one of my friends was like, I mean, you don't think that your degree is, like, that important because you feel like that's what you were going to do. But she's like, a lot of people don't have that. And you actually accomplish something, like, a lot of people won't get and it's sad to say that, but I had to step back and be like, okay, I am a little proud of myself. Like, I'm doing a lot of things. I'm getting ready for my life. I feel like I had to go through that little, like, portion of, like, my downfall to get to the point where I'm, like, ready to start my life. I'm moving. I'm, like, starting new things and everything. Like, I'm so excited. So, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, I understand. Like, I feel that. For you, but <laughs> no, it's, it's definitely just, you're gonna be like fine. No, I know that, but it's just it just seems kind of like dim now. You know, I love school. Yeah, I'm really excited to go back to school this semester because now I can be like a try hard again because I'm not gonna work that much. Yeah, I took down my um to just two two days a week. Two days a week, and then my other job will pay for voice lessons. So that's all I gotta worry about: voice lessons, my phone bill. That's all I gotta worry about. Yeah. Because we don't have... Thank God for our grandmother. Like, honestly, I don't think, you know, she can get it on her sometimes. But she's, like, lit. She don't make us pay rent. We don't have to buy food if we don't want to. Well, I mean, if we... That's what I'm saying. We pay for our own food because, like, we don't want to eat the food that they have. But I'm saying, like, to be honest, when they go food shopping, they include all of us. Like, they don't make us feel like, okay, you can't eat my food. Like, we don't have to pay rent. Or electric. And we use a lot of, like, a lot yeah, of power in here. I mean, I do now. But no, I do. I use a lot of power. I have, like, listen. Shout well, out to my grandma. Yeah, she loves us, so it's not. She's, like, lit. She is amazing. Yeah. But our next topic is going to be, let's talk, let's talk about, because we kind of did just talk about goals and dreams. So I'm going to talk about relationships and friendships. Mm. That girly talk. Yeah, I feel like I'm in such a weird place with my friends. Like I have, like I've always had a lot of friends. Uh-huh. I've always been really cool with everybody that I go to school with. But it's like I'm not in high school anymore, and the people who, the people who still live in Philly, 
you think you would see them. I don't see them. And then the people who go to school outside of, you know, Philadelphia. Yeah. I see them over the summer a little bit, but I just, I don't really see my friends that much now. The people who I hang out with are people who I go to work with, and they're all, like, adults, adults. So. Yeah. Well, that's, like, what adulting is. I stopped, mm-hmm. like, I used to be like, oh, I gotta make time for my friends. Well, I've never had a bunch of friends. So, like, it really? was the opposite for me. Now, I've, I've had, like, set people, like, if you see, you know my friends because they're, like, my friends are, like, my family. Yeah. So you don't know them, like, they're around. But I've never had, like, like I never had a bunch of friends. So for me, it's kind of like, I don't know, I'm, I'm just moving forward. <laughs> like, I feel like, you know, when we were in elementary school, it was so weird because people knew me as, like, Cambridge's little sister. Like, nobody knew me individually as Katie. Really? So, Think yeah. That? Everybody always asked about me in the ho- asked about you in the hallways to me. Really? And you had your friends, your little like squad. What? I do not recall that. I remember I being bullied. What? You? Yeah, I was bullied a little bit. People was mean to me. I didn't, I was not like the at first. Like at first when I was probably like I think sixth grade is when I finally was like, fuck it, y'all bitches not gonna talk to me crazy no more. I used to be like a little bit like insecure, so girls would be like kind of mean to me. And so I knit that shit in the bud. I remember this girl told me she didn't like me because I was too nice. <laughs> <laughs> and this is like, I'm not even like a really nice person. I think I'm just kind of kind. But this is before when I was like, oh, Miss Pesnack. Fuck that bitch. I know. How She's you terrible. gonna tell somebody you don't like them because they too nice? Bitches is miserable. But it's like when you're young like that, and this is also like in eighth grade. Like my favorite band was Fleetwood Mac. Like what the fuck? How do you say shit like that to somebody? That is how you know that you were not raised correctly. Cause there's no way in hell that you should walk up to somebody and be so rude. I may not agree with some certain things that people like, or I'm just like, oh, that's not my thing. But I've never once, especially at that age, because I know kids can be a little bit rude. But I've never been like. I don't like you because you're just too quiet or you're too nice. Like, who the yeah, fuck says weird, shit though. like that? Like, somebody like that has problems. They're probably, like, a psychopath now. I know. We were in the eighth grade, and she was, like, fully, like, out every night. Out every night? Yes. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, like, so afraid. Because <laughs> my kids would never. I don't know how people was, like, out at night. I didn't start going out till I was, like... Probably like tenth, eleventh grade. I ain't starting until like last year. And then I wasn't even going out because I would still be baking out. Like that's why now, if you know me, you know that like ten o'clock, I'm tired. I'm ready to go in the house. Like it's no, oh let's go to the next spot. I'm like, oh could you drop me off at home first? Cause I'm not going. Like that's the vibe I want. Cause I wasn't raised like that to be in the streets and stuff. I would be so scared thinking something will happen to my child. I know. I. I go out sometimes, but really not that much. And if I do, I go home at like 11.30, 12. Yeah. But I got to ride my bike home too, so it's like... Yeah, I don't know what's wrong with you. You got to start riding that bike every It's day. energizing. I like it. Something it gives, is wrong with like, her. She doesn't understand that she gives us like heart attacks all the time. She's like, oh, where are you at? Oh, I'm riding my bike home from work. But it's like, you're riding your bike at night in Philly... And, like, people drive crazy. I know. And sometimes I do get scared, but it's very freeing for me. Like, I feel like I have, like, a little bit of control in my life when I'm riding that's my bike. That's cool. She also goes to different states by herself. Yes, I do. And because it's very dangerous. that's another thing with my friends. I feel like I have so many... Like, I want to do fun stuff. I want to go out. I want to, you know... 
But I think... Do things that are creative, and then people, oh, they gotta work, or they just don't, they don't feel like it, whatever. And that's why I'm like, I would much rather do things by myself, and because I feel like I have, like, a social battery, and at some point, I just get annoyed being with other people, and I'd rather just be by myself. Yeah, no. But we've, we've discussed that, like, why you feel like you wanna, like, just be free because of, you know... Yeah. Oh, um... So while we're getting into relationships, this is a great transition. It's like it just I know. Um, See what I did right there? I did. I saw it. Um, <laughs> so no, I was in a relationship from the time I was sixteen to um, like, like last Feb. Oh well, we broke up last November, but I, we were still messing around until like girl. last February. <laughs> um, but no, it was a crazy situation too because when I first met him, I was like, he is not like him. He is not. That's how I always be. You do not like that. But here's the thing: he just he was around all the time, mm-hmm. and, and I was be, like, "They wear you down." There you go. They wear that, you that's down. What that's what happened. And then it, you know, I was just like, "Why not?" And then I actually ended up starting to really, really like him. Mm-hmm. But he was very manipulative, and you saw it. You didn't say anything to me, but I didn't. I couldn't tell. Yeah, no, I didn't want to. Yeah, I didn't want to like because I feel like I've dealt with that same thing at the age I was. 18 in the same situation where a guy was very manipulative and very verbally abusive and sometimes physically abusive. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, he would do, like, certain things. And it was just, like, I remember, like, me and mommy would have a talk. And she was like, I just want you to talk to her so, like, she could, like, you know, realize certain things. I'm like, I can't tell her. Yeah. But like, you no. have to experience it because when I was going through that stuff, I just didn't really want to, like... You know, I really just didn't want to see it because I'm like, he's so great, you know. Like, he's so sweet. Like, he was like, I don't know, we were friends first, too, so that's how that worked yeah. out. But he was very insecure, and I couldn't have friends, certain friends. I couldn't talk to certain people. I, you know, he let his friends influence how he his like how he viewed me. He let them talk to me any type of way. Like, he was just very disrespectful, and it was a long cycle of about a year of just toxic. Like, it was just so toxic, and I was so young to be going through something like that. And in hindsight, I mean, you know, it wasn't... Not to say that it wasn't that serious, but I could have I could have gotten myself out of it. Mm-hmm. But at the time, you're like, oh, my God, I love this person. You think you love them and stuff like that. You think, like, oh, this is who I'm going to be with for the rest of my life. And you're, like, 18, 19, and I'm like... Why am I feeling this way? See, but for me, it wasn't even like a, oh, I'm so in love. I kind of, in my head, I was like, I, I would be okay if I was with this person. For the, like, just settling in a way. And yeah. it was just, it didn't really matter that much to me. And I, like, really thought that I really, really loved him. But he was just so manipulative. He was he was verbally abusive. And yeah. he was just, like, emotionally abusive. And he, like, some stuff he said to me, I would get so upset. But then he also had depression. So, of course, it would make me... Yeah. But, like, I can't say anything to him, and he would also, like, threaten to kill himself. Mm. And That's very crazy dangerous. Crazy stuff like that. Yeah, and then we worked together. It was a lot. And so, ha- when we worked together, like, after we broke up, of course, that was what everybody was talking about. Mm. And it was, like, kind of embarrassing. And at first, I didn't really care, because I don't really care what people think. Yeah. But now, I'm like, I... That just wasn't a good look. Like, sometimes I stay up at night, and I think about how, like... I was really with him, and think about my friends, like, the one friend who I think actually said, like, was like, girl, he kind of crazy, 
I'm not even friends with her no more because she crazy. Uh, well, she would text one or no one. Listen. Yeah. Okay. Because I can spot a crazy person. Hint, hint. But, so, like, it's, I don't know. At first, I think that I would, like, I would tell everybody, like, our problems. Mm-hmm. But then after a while, it was like, all right, you got Yeah, it's like it too much. much. It was too much. And then after it happened, like, I did, I, will, I waited, like, weeks to tell my friends that we broke up. And they were like, well, I mean, good for you. But it wasn't, but then we started messing around again. And they were just like, I mean, I, you're not going to listen to me. And I'm like, that's true, because I won't. <laughs> but now, like, there's nights that I stay up, and I'm like, you know, you're not thinking about anything. But then it just pops into your head. And I'm like, I really allowed him, like, I made, I thought that he made himself seem like he was good enough to be with somebody like me. Yeah. He was, like, a slacker didn't want to do anything had no motivation yeah he didn't really want to work either no like he would work he would do manual labor but there was no like ambition like yeah no, there was no vision like ahead of making a little bit of money a day and yeah. he had a beautiful voice and he was a great actor but you have to constantly keep pushing yourself and constantly keep producing like content or just Working on your craft, I think. Yeah, it's like in voice lessons. I didn't even know my voice could go so high. It can. Apparently, I can be Christine in Phantom of the Opera. Just to brag. But, um, <laughs> that's like very high voices. But anyways. She's such a, a theater geek. I know. <laughs> and, but I didn't know that my voice could go that high because I wasn't doing the scales and I wasn't pushing myself to do it. So you're not, you're yeah. not going to discover it if you're not like trying to do it. And that's what people, that's how people are. Like if there's nobody eliciting this out of, eliciting some kind of, ugh eliciting some kind of greatness out of you <laughs> then it's not going to happen and if you're not constantly trying to do it for yourself you're going to stay at the same point that you're that you're at now so basically he was just staying at the same point that he was mm-hmm. and he wasn't changing at all yeah that's scary yeah Never i mean changed. hopefully he gets out of that because you guys were so young my situation I, I i finally got out of that it was like really it was really bad like he was like staying outside of the house crying. I know, like, that's But so he weird. was, like, saying, I was, like, crying, begging me to talk to him after he did, like, some crazy stuff. Or he would just be like, I can't be without you. Or mm-hmm. one day he, like, got in the car with me and mommy and my best friend at the time. Yeah, and he, like, <laughs> jumped up. So, so, he had did, like, something so weird. I think he was, like, we were supposed to go to, like, this football game for our high school. And he was just, like, I guess he said I was taking too long because my mom was, like, braiding my hair for me real quick. Like, just doing, like, two French braids or whatever. And he was like, you taking too long. Have your mom take you. And we already was on Rocky. Like, everything was just already starting to crumble because I had really started to get to the point where, okay, I don't really need this relationship. I was in my first semester of college. Like, I was starting to get to know myself. So I was kind of like, I'm starting to get tired of this shit. And he was like, have your mom... He said something like, have your mom take you. And he left, and he didn't pick me up. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay, I'm going to go back to school. Because I only came home to um, go to the game with him. and Because um, I think it was like his birthday weekend. But we had already oh, celebrated honey. his birthday. That I think his birthday was on like a Tuesday. So that was a Saturday, the day that he said he wasn't going to come get me. Uh-huh. So I'm like, F you. Like, I don't even want to be home right now. I'd rather be at school. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, so... I was like, all right, well, I'm just going to go back to school. But my best friend was at the game, and I wanted to see her because we we went to two different schools. So I was like, okay, well, let me just go. Like, we'll go pick her up. My mom was like, okay, come on. So when he called me, he's like, where you at? I'm like, I'm outside, but I'm not, like, going with you. Mm-hmm. I'm going back to school. And he's like, 
no, you're not. Like, you're not going to do that. And I'm like, no, like, I'm seriously going to do that, right? So he gets in the car, and he's crying. And he's like, well, at first he was like, come on, let's go. And like, he really thought I was going to get up and go. Mm-hmm. Like, this little nigga really thought I was going to go with him. And I'm like, no. And I'm like, all right, I'm ready to go. Like, can you get out the car? Mm-hmm. And he just was like, not. He wouldn't leave. And so it got to a point where he just started, like, screaming and crying and begging and saying, like, don't do this to me, like, crazy stuff. And mommy was just sitting there, like, okay. Like, (laughs) my mom was, like, not trying to say nothing because she felt like if I was going to get back with him, she didn't want me to be, like, she didn't want to say anything rude. But to be honest, like, I, it was just a bad situation. So eventually, I think after, like, 20 minutes, he got out the car my best friend had gotten in the car while he was performing, and she was like, what the heck? And I'm like, yeah, he's crazy. He's been like this for a while. So then he calls me crying, like, you're really going to do this to me? This is crazy. You're not going to want to stay with me. He always wanted me to come home and stay like stay the weekend with him, and I didn't want to. I wanted to enjoy college. Uh-huh. Like, I just felt like we both went to schools that were literally minutes away from each other. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, we could have seen each other at school. He wanted to come home. And I didn't want to go to his house because we always hung out there. I just didn't want to do it. So, I'm on my way back to school. We drive off my best friend. And I'm on my way back to school. And he's, like, calling me. Blowing my phone up. I had to turn my phone off. Like, calling me from different numbers. Everything. Crazy. So, I finally get back to school. Me and mommy's in, um... In my dorm room, and he calls me like, "Where you at?" And I was like, "I'm at school." And he was like, "Okay, that's all I needed to know." And then hung up the phone. Oh my god! <laughs> and so mom was like, "Okay, no." Like she called his mom and was like, "So I really think we need to talk about this. Like he's really starting to scare me. Like he just jumped in my car and did all this." And she was like, "Well, maybe he felt comfortable." Like his mom was like, "Well, maybe she felt comfortable jumping, like doing that. Like maybe he felt like that was okay for him to do." And we were like, this is why your son is batshit fucking crazy. Because you fucking been, like, let him do that shit. Mm. Like, he was, like, really, like, it was so bad. I had never been scared like that before. And I think it made me more upset because he scared mommy. Like, yeah. my mom has to worry about my, like, safety now because you're being freaking crazy. Like, it was so bad. I think we had got back together, like, after a week after that, but... I mean, for, like, an entire week, we didn't talk. And I remember he called me, like, I want to be back with you. And I'm like, you're fucking crazy. Like, you got to let this shit go. <laughs> like, he was he was bad. But I, um, eventually we got, we broke up. Because he just was, it was too much disrespect. Wait, what was the moment that was, like, this is, this is it? Okay, like, when I broke up with him? Mm-hmm. Oh, so, I think, I, okay, so, this was probably the beginning of my second semester of my freshman year. And... I think over the winter break, we had this something like, what did we do? Oh, we went to, um, we went to our high school. You know how, like, you just go back to your high school after, like, your first semester of college and, like, speak to your teachers and stuff? I heard that people do that. Yeah, no, well, we did that in my school because, like, we were really, like, close to our teachers. Like, that was the environment we had. Our teachers were our family, so they kept up with us. Mm -hmm. They, you know, they they stayed with you through your whole um, four years of college. They guided you through the whole four years. So we went to go see them. And his friend, one of his best friends, who I actually used to be really cool with, but but me and him started dating, they didn't like that I took up most of his time, Mm -hmm. and they couldn't, like, stay up under him or be at his house and stuff all the time, so Mm -hmm. they didn't like me anymore, and they would talk shit about me, and he would let them. (gasps) Yeah. 
Plot twist. So, so I remember we were going to, I think we had broke up and we had got back together and we were going to our high school and he went to go pick up his friend. And as soon as his friend came to the door, he was like, yeah, I'm not getting in the car because she in there. And I was like, what type of gay shit is that? Like, what the hell is that? Like, why on earth are you? And then, like, he just got back in the car. I was like, well, he said he doesn't want to come because you're in the car. I'm like, you bitch. He told you that? Yes. I'm like, how are you going to let that boy disrespect me? So I didn't say nothing. We got to school. We got to school, and, like, we were talking to one of our teachers. And the boy was just, like, me mugging me the whole time and, like, rolling his eyes. Being, like, a total, like, just petty bitch. Like, that's what he was doing. And I was like, what the heck? Like, you just gonna let him. Like, I had never, like, I think I had put up with so much, but I was like, listen, I have mm-hmm. never seen no male ever let no other male disrespect their girl like that. Mm-hmm. And I remember we got in the car. And he had, uh, I was like not talking to him. And he was like, I'm gonna, he was trying to take me back to his house. And I'm like, no, I'll take me home. Mm-hmm. Like, you can take me home first. I'll come get my stuff in a little bit. I just don't want to be around you. Like, why are you doing this? Like, you act like I did something wrong. I said, you're letting him disrespect me. Mm-hmm. Long story short, we get back to the house, we're arguing. And I can't believe that. Recalling the story when I was so young, yeah. I had to be about 19 at this point. And to have allowed someone to have that much control over me, mm-hmm. I'm just so thankful that I've matured and I've gotten to a space where I know my words, so I would never be in a situation like that again. Mm-hmm. But it just got so bad. And we were arguing, and his his family already didn't like me. They just tried to make it seem like, you know, I just was like some, like he was doing me a favor by being with me. Mm-hmm. In reality, he was chasing after me. You know what I mean? Stuff yeah. like that. And they used to, they were so rude too. They used to act like we ain't have nothing. And it was just crazy. Yeah, long story. But. We got into an argument. His grandmother told his mom. His mom came in the house and defended him. And I was like, I just want to go home. Like, I just want I don't want to be here. Yeah. And even after that, we got back together. But I'm saying that story to say that I think it was literally like a week or two later. And me and him were on the phone. And he brought up the friend who had disrespected me. And I said, I don't want to hear nothing about him. Mm-hmm. He's disrespectful. And he's like, oh, well, that's my best friend. Like, you can't disrespect my best friend. I said, well. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. And I'm going. And, like, that was probably, like, the last time. We, that was that was the last. Well, that was the second to last time we ever spoke. And after that, we never talked again. And I got back together. And I seen him, like, two years later. Uh-huh. And he was at my school. And I was drunk a little bit. You know, a little on. Uh-huh. A little midweekend vibe. Uh-huh. And I see him mm-hmm. at my school on my campus. So I'm like, oh, hell no. Like, you, you, I'm like, okay, this is my moment. I could curse him out. Like, right. so I walk up to him and I'm like, what are you doing here? Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm here with my girl and my friends. <gasps> yes. <laughs> Mind you, it's fine that he has a girlfriend. I mean, this is two years later. So I'm like, yeah. I've, so Was she like, cute? Hell no. Oh. I've matured in so many different ways that it, it wasn't even like I was... Mm-hmm. It was just kind of like, oh, bitch, I'm about to air you out. Mm-hmm. So I had seen him, you know, said that or whatever. And he was, I'm here with my girl and my friends. His friends was corny. Yeah. His girl was even cornier. She had like... Like, she had like... You know, like, when people do the crochet braids, but they do like a little fro or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hers was just trash. <laughs> and she was just like... <laughs> 
He was like, yeah, that's my girl. I was like, which one? He was like, that one. I was like, she's ugly. <gasps> you said, I said that. I said she's ugly. Mind you, I was, was a little, drunk. I was a little on. I said she was ugly, and I laughed in his face, and I walked away. And then you're a petty bitch. I am a petty bitch. But guess what? You let another person disrespect me. I'm gonna yeah. disrespect you. And in hindsight, that was fucked up. But shit, I don't give a fuck. It was so sick though. Like. I mean, how could you have not... I should have punched you in the face when I saw you, to be honest. I feel like that's kind of the best way to do it, though. Yeah. Not too not too long of a speech. Yeah, but... no. It's kind of like, ill, you're gross, and your girlfriend's grosser. Yeah. I Remove mean... yourself from my campus. Oh, God. <laughs> I feel like that's kind of what it is, though. There's never one moment, it's like a slow fizzle, and then you're just like, I'm, I can't. Yeah. No. I'm so glad I got out of that situation. I, I, I'm upset that it takes that long. Yeah. But I think that, like, I had to go through that situation and then other situations after that. And then every situation to get to the, into the relationship that like I am in now. A super healthy relationship. Like, great. And I I can spot those signs of, like, toxicity mm-hmm. or, like, someone not being the person that I need for them to be for me. So, you know, I just say all that to say, like, <laughs> that was a relationship struggle. <laughs> I know, but I feel like it's still so hard for me. Like, it's it's been a while, but it's just still so yeah. hard for me to, like... Because I think if I see somebody who I find attractive, and I... Oh, my God, I've, I've had pressures on so many people these past few months. Right. But um, I, I'm just, like, I don't want to say anything, because then what if they want... Because I don't want to be in a relationship. Yeah. But what if they want more than I do, and what if I kind of get trapped into a situation without knowing? Well, you won't get trapped into a situation if you're just, like honest yeah if you're like honest and like there's something like hey listen i'm not really in that mood right now but i am open to getting to know people Mm -hmm. um and that can be dangerous in a way because you might have like really strong feelings for that person but i think you need to establish that boundary and then if you start to notice those signs speak on them yeah speak on them and let them know okay hey this is kind of a bit too much for me or not but that's what some of these child, these trifle niggas out here don't know how to do. They be wanting to be like, oh, I don't want to be in a relationship. But then you be like, okay, but you're doing everything that yeah. <laughs> constitutes a relationship. So, you know what I mean? And you don't want to make nobody feel that way. I feel like we've all had that experience. Yeah. It's like the episode, I, re- I, ref- <clears throat> I reference movies and musicals a lot. Uh-huh. The episode of How Much Mother, like, where it's like, Everybody has somebody who's on their hook. Uh-huh. Yeah, I remember that episode. <laughs> yeah. No. I've been on, like, a couple people's hook. And I've actually had people on my hook. So I know both sides. And it's just, like, not cool. I've had, like, ten people on my hook this year. But it's, like, I don't want to be. Oh. Yeah, I'm kind of a hot commodity. Check you But, um, not ten, like, three people. But still, it, so many people who I'm, like, we're friends. But I don't, I just don't see you that way. And then the people, like, the three people I've, like, this year who I'm, like, you know. It's don't just, do it. It's the complete opposite. It's, like, the switch. Yeah. Well, don't karma. do the ones, the friends that, like, they really hooked on you. Because when you actually start getting hooked on them, they oh, do no. fuck shit. I would not. I, I, would I have a couple that. stories about oh, that as well, which I won't get into today. But be aware of those people who, like, you don't try to give a chance for a long time. And then you finally try to give them a chance. They will ruin your life. That's how it be. They will ruin it's your karma. life. They want to get you back for... Yeah. That's uh, maybe. Maybe other things. Yeah. I think it is karma. 
I really do. I believe that's that's what it is. But um, so yeah, and then I think it was also very kind of liberating in a way to find opportunities to do things alone because once you get out of a relationship and you do stuff with one person all the time, you gotta do stuff by yourself. I think that's another reason why I do so much stuff by myself. Yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of like. I can do things by myself, but very, very rarely. Like, mm-hmm. I can chill by myself, but, like, going out and, like, experiencing things by myself. Like, you know, when I went out the other day, that was, like, yeah. scary as hell. I told Mommy, and she was like, I'm so proud of you. Like, you're making great steps. So, like, I just went yeah. to my place by myself. I think, I think it's a good step. Yeah, but it's nothing like going out with somebody who's, like, your other half. Like, doing shit with them is so fun. Yeah, I mean, the times that it was good, I remember enjoying <laughs> enjoying going out with people. And even, like, my friends, like, oh, there was, like, a handful of times, well, not my one friend, but, like, a handful of times with my really, really close friends that yeah. I've had for years that we've gone out and just chilled, and it was really nice. Yeah. But it's, like, there's, it's always so much thought put into it. Like, yeah, I can never just call up one of my friends. Yeah, like, I don't want it to be a process. Yeah, I don't want it to be a process either. It's, like, too dramatic. Like, hey, I want to go somewhere. You going to pull up or no? Like, that's how But I then feel. also, my friends are so, like, I'm their, they're my age. Yeah. I only hang out with people who are much older than me, so yeah. then hanging out with them is, like, you know. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't really do trips like that. I don't take trips without my boyfriend. I'm scared to do stuff like that. I need him to be around so I'm not yeah. fucking... You know what's crazy? So me and... You know, Hameda, we're going yeah. to Afropunk next weekend. And I... I told you... I told you and Mommy. Yeah. Okay. No, I know oh, what you're okay. talking about. Okay. I thought you looked kind of surprised. No. But, yeah, so she's staying with one of her friends. And I was supposed to get an Airbnb, but I was being cheap. So I was like, I'm going to just travel back and forth. I'm like, I'm not going to fucking travel back and forth. No. So, but then, like, thinking about it... And, like, being in a house alone in a city that I don't know all night, I was like, I'm terrified. Yeah, I wouldn't That's do that. That's scary. No. And I was like, can Are you, you crazy? I'm not, I don't I'm not letting do you that. have that. No. Okay, but, like, I'm going to do because I already bought it. But I'm like, can How you stay with me? How much is the Airbnb? Me? It was $36. A night? No, it was 32 a night, but then plus taxes, it was 36 Okay, so were you staying in, like, a room or something? Yeah. Okay. But she's going to, um. She's going to stay with you? Yeah. Okay, cool. Because I was like, I can't. I can't. Yeah, nah, I'd be fucking scared. I don't even like Airbnbs. I don't trust them because I feel like they be watching you. I feel like they're going to watch you on camera. I don't mean to scare you, but, like, that's why. Like, you know, like, in a couple weeks, my boyfriend be coming home. And so when he comes home, like, we usually get, like, a hotel and stuff for, like, a couple of days just as a getaway. And we were looking at Airbnbs, and I was like... I don't trust them. Like it just wasn't the vibe, and I'm and they have like so many stipulations. That they feel like if you make oh, a yeah. make noise, you gotta pay a fifty dollar noise complaint. Ah. Yeah, well, like I'm very quiet, girl. You don't know what that constitutes. They can just be using that to scam you. Like That's they true. can be like, oh, you you didn't leave it clean enough because you have to clean up. Yeah, other than this room, I'm usually very clean. Yeah, so like I just I would prefer to have a housekeeper come oh, to a hotel, yeah. like because. I mean, it's just it's less of a liability, but I think you'll have fun. Yeah, well, I still have an outfit yet for it. Oh, did I tell you I'm going to go see Tam and Paula? No, you didn't tell me that. Yeah, Friday. I'm so excited. Sounds fun. But on to our last topic. Oh. We're going to talk about loving yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think from all of the topics that we spoke about today, I think it's a good like segue to like, loving yourself would be a great ending because... I think we've achieved that through mm-hmm. your breakup or my breakup or, like, me being in a space of 
post-graduation and not feeling like I'm doing enough mm-hmm. and having to, like, sit back and, like, recollect everything that's going on in my life and mm-hmm. understand that I have to give myself more credit than I have. And I think you just struggling to pay for school right now or, like, everything. I think we have to really understand that we got to love ourselves more because if not, like, who will? Yeah. Are we talking about, like, loving our personalities or loving... No, like, loving yourself all around. Like, giving yourself the reassurance. Like, not looking for it from somebody else. Like, giving Mm. your own self that reassurance to to know, like, okay, so I'm good. Like, I'm out here doing what I'm supposed to do. I don't know. How do you feel? Uh, I feel like I have, like, that halfway because, of course, there's going to be doubts. You're yeah. going to doubt yourself. You're just going to... I think it just happens. Yeah. But I also... I think I'm going to be fine, even though I... I think I'm going to be fine. I can't... I don't... I think I'm doing great, and I think that I'm... I'm not super proud of myself, because I think that I'm doing what I should be doing. Yeah. And what anybody should be doing. But I feel like everybody feels that way. Mm. I think you're doing great. I'm really proud of you. Yeah, but... Yeah, I feel like I'll be fine. It's just... um. Yeah, I don't know. Also, like, I definitely do love myself, but it's like confidence is also a factor in it. Yeah. And just a lot of things. I feel like that's a huge, huge, very broad, for me at least. Well, for me, like, loving yourself, sometimes you need those words of affirmation from other people, Mm -hmm. not yourself. So, like, I get that from you or, like our family or like my boyfriend like those are the people that remind me like hey you're doing a lot and you need to not be so hard on yourself and I think that once I started to understand that like you know I think I'm doing like really well for myself Mm -hmm. I feel like I needed that setback because I have so many great things in the future for myself and I'm like so excited and a lot of people have setbacks Robert Downey Jr. was a he was homeless yeah I think a lot of people like some of our favorite actors and actresses didn't get their first big role until their late 30s or yeah, 40s. And that does not mean. Because <laughs> I can't wait just that long. Yeah, no, you're going to be a star. And I'm, I'm saying it right here on my podcast today mm-hmm. that my sister is going to be a star. Yeah, we have this deal. She has to get famous first and then she has to help me. I don't know if I'm going to be famous, but I do want to make a lot either. of money. Like, I want to be... I don't want to be famous where I can't go anywhere. Yeah. But, like, I'm okay with being recognizable. And I think a lot of Broadway actors and actresses, not everybody knows what they look like. It's yeah. just their fan base. Yeah. Which is fine by me. No. I don't want to be super famous. I just want to be able to, like, have an immense amount of wealth mm-hmm. and be able to raise my family and, like, make sure that, like, everybody's always cool. That's, like, just what I want to do. Yeah, that's true. But I don't, does anybody ever want to be famous anymore? Well, of course people do. But regular people like famous us do people want to be famous. Famous people usually be poor. Like, I don't want to be famous. Like, I don't want to be a known person and not yeah. have no money. I want to, I'd rather get my money behind the scenes. Who's famous and is poor? Like these social media people? Oh, yeah, they're definitely poor. Yeah. I don't want to be like that. That's weird. YouTubers. Yeah. Shout out to the YouTubers, though. But I feel like that's such a hard, like... Hard. lane yeah. to get into now because like you just every- gotta hope people keep fucking with you listen <laughs> I feel like every- they've stole all the ads all the fashion over yeah. partnerships <laughs> like I can't I don't think they that even I partnership mean- with Target now Target 
Yeah. Wow. Target does some nice clothes, though. No, I love Target. Shout out to Target. I'm a Walmart person, though, a little bit. No better. copyright. No copyright. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, for me, loving myself is understanding that I have setbacks and that I may... Things may not be as perfect as I want them to be, but I have the strength through myself, my family, and through God that I will be able to get through it. So, for me, that's my loving myself good for you yeah i think it's it's so much it's for me it's what i choose to leave the house wearing every day yeah because you know i was a little chubby for a while yeah and now i'm not so chubby but i just love my body a lot more but also having a lot of faith in yourself yeah and just knowing that even if you kind of feel down you're like well if i gotta work today i gotta get up and i gotta go do something yeah um but also like just like passion, yeah. Have, being passionate, like whatever you're passionate about, if you're actually pursuing it, even if you don't yeah. have that many opportunities, that's loving yourself. And I think it's like, have like just tying the bow on top of everything that is your life. If yeah. You are passionate, and if you are true to yourself, that's no. how you love yourself. That's beautifully said. Thank you. Well, this is the end of our episode. I'm glad you guys listened. Let us know what you think, and bye.